0: Hi everybody, this is astrologer D.K. Brainerd, and you are listening to the Stars for the People podcast for the week of June 28th, 2010, here on EmpowerRadio.com, empowering you. Well, on this week's show, we're going to talk about the fallout from the major, major eclipse that we had on saturday june 26th lunar eclipse at four degrees capricorn i want to talk some more about the uh, oil spill and what our response can be to that and then also look at what's coming up astrologically this week kind of get the vibe of this week so starting out with the eclipse you know um the eclipse was in the sign of Capricorn. It was the moon, which represents the people in mundane astrology. It's also the, the, the ruler of the United States of America's sun sign. So if you think about it, the USA was born on July 4th, 1776, which is smack dab in the middle of the sign of cancer. And the moon is the astrological ruler of cancer. So for those of you that are kind of new to astrology, Every sign has a uh, ruling planet, and when something happens to that ruling planet, something happens to that sign. So, just by virtue of being a Cancer, um, the United States, you know, is extraordinarily sort of tuned in to uh, the the eclipses, especially when the Moon is what's being eclipsed. We could say, and th- this is going to be extra true for eclipses that happen in the cardinal signs, because the U.S. Cancer is one of the cardinal signs. So if it's if there's an eclipse in Cancer, which is where the next eclipse is coming up on July 11th, that's a solar eclipse in Cancer. And we'll talk more about that next week. Um, you know, if the eclipse is in Cancer, then we've got that energy happening right near the sun or resonating to the energy of the United States' uh, birthday. If the eclipse is in Capricorn, like the one that happened on Saturday, it's opposite the United States sun, you know, roughly speaking. So we can expect whatever comes up for the nation to be in somehow in opposition to us. Or um, another way of looking at oppositions is when you sit down with your partner, your wife, your husband, um, your coworker you know, whoever it is your date across the table from dinner, that's an opposition. That dinner could go really well and by seeing yourself reflected back in the in that relationship you could learn something positive about yourself and, and you know, get a better enjoyment for your life. Or you could start throwing plates at each other and screaming and, you know, have this person tell you, I hate you, I hate it when you do this, that and the other. Either way you're gonna learn something through an opposition. And so that's what we're dealing, the energy that we're dealing with um, in this previous eclipse. And then um, astrology that happens in Aries and Libra, and we've got a lot of that coming up later in the summer that we'll continue to keep you posted on. That also affects us in a collective sense um, by virtue of being square to the United States sun. And you know, if you're not in the United States, or you're saying, well, you know, I don't really see how this applies to me. The other thing that's going on, um, and and Saturday's eclipse was a prime example of that, is that we have major energy happening in the first few degrees of the cardinal signs, which I refer to as the grid of the world horoscope. And you know, this has been studied empirically for um, I don't know how many centuries, but whenever major energy patterns happen in the first degrees of the cardinal signs it tends to cr- to create or produce these world changing events you know so so we're all brought into the astrology in one way or another and the more i've reflected on you know what does this eclipse and capricorn conjunct pluto represent you, the more I feel that this is really tied into the oil spill, and I'm I'm gonna um, on my blog this coming week, I'm intending to, baby permitting, um, you know, get a little sleep. I hope, and um, I'm intending to do expand on what I talked about in last week's podcast about Pluto and the minor planet Ceres and how the oil spill happened. With an exact conjunction of Pluto and Ceres and Capricorn, and then this eclipse that happened on Saturday was the um, happened within a degree of that conjunction. So anytime you have a conjunction in astrology, um, you know you have one or more energies that are lining up in the same place. Uh, so it's you know having two people in the same space, they're going to get together in one way or another, even if they're pointedly trying to ignore each other. It's sort of like a marriage, and you a know, marriage can be good, a marriage can be bad, but it's a blending of energies. And the more I reflect on this, the more this really feels to me, um, and it's just interesting. It's hard to even put my thoughts in order about all of the information I've been receiving over the last few days related to this, but it feels like this eclipse is a call to action for us. In fact, I keep... Um, over and over, you know, having these words go through my mind. This is a wake-up call. 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 I was talking with um, the head of Empower Radio last night, and and by the way, I'd like to, um you know, if you only tune into this podcast, I'd like to encourage you to go to EmpowerRadio.com. There's a lot of cool shows and, and people that are coming from a very, very spiritual and yet very grounded perspective, you know, keeping you up to date on, on what's going on from the perspective of this radio station. And, and, um, you know, Brent Carey, the founder of the station and, and myself and the other hosts that are on here, we really have a common goal, which is that we want to create a better world by becoming better people, you know, and by, by tuning you into the resources that can help you to become a better person. And, and, thereby all of us together making a better world. So one of the things that we're starting at Empower in the next few weeks is a a series of of shows that are dedicated to what can our response be to this oil spill. And and Brent and I were talking last night about, you know, how big this thing is and the fact that none of us can really wrap our minds around exactly what's happened. It's that big. It's like 9-11, you know exponentially magnified because this is going to affect everybody and, you know, maybe every species of life that lives on the planet over the next 10, 20, 100 years the way things are looking right now and so it's a wake-up call for us And, and one of the messages, you know, that that has come through this eclipse is what is an appropriate response for us? Well, we can't you know, if we could all go down there and go out and Little boats and clean up the oil ourselves, or somehow, you know, by applying the presence of a million people, somehow put a cap on that well. I think that we would probably do it. Uh, You know, the history of the United States says that whatever our shortcomings may be, we're extremely resourceful uh, people and we tend to get really motivated in a crisis. And I think part of the problem with where we're at now is that. The crisis is so big, and we've been building up to this, you know, for so long, that um, it's not something that you can just, you know, click on a website and donate five dollars, or um, you know, go grab some sandbags and, and head down to the levee or whatever, and and make the problem go away. It's a problem of consciousness, and to some extent or another, we're going to live with the mess that we've created, and one of the messages that's come through loud and clear is that, um, you know, by us reacting, those of us who see ourselves as the good guys, as, you know, BP or the evil people, um, you know, the, it's the oil lobbies and, and, and the corporations and every, everything that have made this horrible mess for us, you know, and I mean, those people definitely, um, deserve their share of the blame or need to take responsibility for what they've done. But this is a problem of consciousness and it's created by our negative emotions that have been flooding the planet, you know, on a collective level for hundreds and hundreds of years. And there are a lot more of us on the planet than there used to be, you know, and um, a lot more of us have the leisure time to actually kind of sit around and indulge in our negative emotions. And, and then you have the media programming on top of that that, you know, is, is scientifically tested and, and magically hypnotically designed to induce states of unhappiness and dissatisfaction and envy, jealousy, resentment, you know, in order to make us consumers. And so there are all these forces that have come together and that have been building up and building up as we're at the end of this major, major cycle of astrology that goes all the way back to the 1760s and 1770s. And so, you know, one of the questions or or one of the answers to what can we do about this is we need to realize that this is a wake-up call. This is a wake-up call. This is the earth. You know, this is God, goddess, speaking through the earth, telling us you can't go on like this and and really telling us on a deeper level, you're not happy. You're not fulfilled. You don't want this way of life. And the problem with addiction, you know, whether you're talking about addiction to oil, addiction to car culture, um, addiction to disposable food and the packaging that, you know, it comes in, um, addiction to ego striving and, and, and the images of success that, you know, were passed on to us by our parents and our peers at school and the TV programs and the magazine ads and et cetera, et cetera. The problem with addiction is that it's really hard to quit until you get to a point where you're really, really suffering. And this is, you know, my belief that what this catastrophe represents and um, what the, eclipse energy that's happening, and we're still under this eclipse, you know, as we as we go through this week, is trying to tell us is that the crisis is big enough and we are suffering enough, and, you know, we're going to see that suffering multiplied, and, and it, it, you know, if you read my horoscopes at wordsforthepeople.com, and you subscribe to my free newsletter, and you've listened to some of the podcasts, you know I always try to put a positive spin on things i mean i do believe that we create the world with our consciousness and that if enough of us can just really align with our souls and with our spirits with who we really are on a deep level and get this unity consciousness thing that we really can recreate the world into a beautiful garden uh you know a paradise on earth and as gerald o'donnell um who I'll be talking more about and want to have on the show in the next few weeks, talks a lot about, you know, there's no heaven outside of what we have here, outside of the present moment. And there's no hell outside of the present moment. We're either creating heaven with our minds or we're creating hell with our minds. And so what we need to get now, and I feel like this is the the energy that's going to kind of be floating through until we build up to the July 11th solar eclipse is that we need to get that now is the time and that you are the one to make the changes. You know, nobody else is going to fix this for us. And what does that mean? It means recognizing that this way of life that we've been programmed and indoctrinated into, it has its good points. You know, there are a lot of great things about, um, being alive today and, and living in the, the free society, you know, to the extent that it's free that we live in and having all the choices and options that we have. But what we are missing is connection, connection to the earth, connection to nature, You know, connection to the local plants and to the people around us, connection to our deeper selves, you know, that Pluto energy of the repressed aspects of the soul that is now, you know, bubbling up from far beneath the ocean. And again, the ocean, you know, water is emotion, so the ocean is the Earth's emotional system. You know, so we have these repressed energies, these dark energies that are poisoning the emotional waters. And, and if that's happening on the level of the macrocosm, that means it's happening on the level of the microcosm or that's happening within, you know, each of us. And so the choices that we're being asked to make now, and I guess that's the thought I would like to leave you with this week. Because is is, I feel like this week's astrology... Um, you know, is going to be fairly mellow compared to maybe the last couple weeks, but mellow in the sense of we're being given the opportunity to go inside a little bit and reflect on what, what is really important to me. And are my actions aligned with what's important to me? So am I walking the talk? Am I lined up with what I say I believe in? And if not, why not? You know, and if I'm having to take Prozac or um, tranquilizers or, you know, smoke cigarettes or drink alcohol to just get through my day, you know, if I'm a puddle of stress at the end of my workday and I'm taking it out on my husband or on my kids, then why? Why am I allowing myself to live like this if I've progressively made myself sick over the years? because I can't handle living the way I'm living and striving for the things I'm striving for. You know, why? Why would I continue to make these choices? What part of it inside me is causing me to live according to things that I don't believe in? You know, and why would I keep listening to radio programs like this one and keep reading these books about living in the present moment and about aligning you know finding my soul's purpose and and all of these things that that we talk about and yet continue to make choices that i know are making me sick and are isolating me from what i love from the people i love from the experiences of being loved and of loving and of sharing of being open you know i remember reading in um carl Johann Kalaman's Book about the Mayan calendar a few years ago, and he said something that really stuck with me. He said, in the um, at the end of the Mayan calendar in 2012, as we approach that end, we're going to realize that the or we're going to need to realize that the egoic choices that we've been programmed to believe in that that these things equal success such as acquiring um you know acquiring possessions acquiring money having you know a huge amount of money squirrelled away in a bank account um having you know maybe the big house within the gated suburb or the the big safe car that i can lock myself into the big suv whatever it is you know whatever it is that we've been taught to go after in the material world he said, "We're going to get to a point where we realize that those don't represent success or security at all, and the people who don't make that transition and understanding and who don't return to the core values of of what it really means to be a spiritual being, um, you know, those people might not make it through the transition. And again, I don't, um, I don't want to be a prophet of doom. You know, I still believe that I believe that we've unleashed the dragon." and that we're going to have to deal with the consequences of that. But I also believe that the creative response to this is to focus on the good and to focus on what we want to create. But doing that requires some soul searching, and it requires us asking, you know, why do I continue to make choices that I don't believe in? One of the ways I would look at this period, and I'm, I'm going to wrap up with this thought, is, you know, picture yourself as a slave owner in the south of the United States at the time of the Civil War. And if you tried to continue basing your life around running a big plantation and being a slave owner at the end of the Civil War when slavery had been outlawed, you know, and there were forces in place to take away your land if you violated the new law of the land, how successful do you think you'd be at that? And I want to suggest to you that this transition that we're going through that really began in 2009 with Pluto entering Capricorn and is going to go on for the next 15 to 30 years, is, it's very analogous to the same thing, that if we're holding on to the dreams that were instilled in us that success equals consuming and acquiring and creating more and more pollution, and that security equals isolation, security equals having enough money to not have to depend on anybody else, and that status means being busy, creating things that aren't useful, that are not creating connection, but are actually creating pollution and destruction. And that success means, or status means, living outside myself, being in a a hyperactive frenzy all the time so that I don't have to feel what's actually going on inside. I just want to suggest to you that we are at the transition point right now, that this is a wake up call. And that if we continue trying to live according to values that are not going to be valued, in the coming era then we really are doomed to to suffer but that choice is ours and i hope that we're going to make that choice you know and i hope this for myself too a- again in a way there's no blame as the i ching would say um because we were programmed to do this and and we agreed to come into this world and and become blind and you know live in separation and live in isolation But now it's time to wake up. And so, you know, there's no sense in feeling guilty about the past, but there's so much sense in taking responsibility for saying, it's now time to discover what I really believe in, and it's time to radically, if necessary, reshape my life so that I'm living in connection and I'm creating harmony. And instead of working against... Nature and God. I'm working with nature and God and Goddess. I hope you found this useful and inspiring. This is astrologer DK Brainerd reminding you to come on over to wordsforthepeople.com and check out all the free content that I've got on offer for you there. Um, if you haven't already, sign up for my free weekly newsletter, my free weekly astro weather report where you get more in-depth commentary on the energy of the week. And until next week, I'd like to say, may you go with the stars. I've seen the best minds of my generation refuse to take their medication your electroshocks, your chemical pills, mm, ain't gonna cure what ails us. And I've seen the best minds of my generation washing windows at the service station.